We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Show. We're talking Sunday 11 game, well, mainly the 11 game main slate on DraftKings and, DraftKings and FanDuel or the NFL. Ryan, so we didn't talk about it before the show, but I know you won some contests last week in NFL. Maybe I don't know if win, but you, you turned a positive at least uh, in NFL. But you also you split a soccer showdown as well. So it was a pretty positive week. So are you just going to be spending all that money this Sunday? Because it, <laughs> we're on a bit of an international break for soccer. But are you going to be spending all your money on this this Sunday NFL slate here or, or what? Yeah, not all of it, but some of it. Yeah, it was it was nice to come away first like significant winning Sunday. I think made about six k in NFL. Oh, it's a little over 7K in soccer. So, yeah, it was a really good Sunday. Um, had some close calls in in some of the bigger tournaments. Um, you know, not to get too much into last slate, but, you know, I went with the chalk defense and got that wrong. That was pretty much – that was my downfall. I also didn't play eight. You know, A-chan was the huge talking point all week in DFS. You know, everybody tweeting about it who's a donkey, who's not, you know, who's sharp, who's not. I mean, I played him in cash games just because he was going to be popular and I thought he was going to in a really good spot, almost like a block. Um, but I didn't play him in tournaments. So, you know, I did really well in tournaments. I had some high finishes, but without A-chan, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, let's. Uh, I'm going to blow some of those winnings on this slate. Um, do you play I, the – how many – do you have any entries in the in this the DraftKings Millionaire one? The twenty dollar entry contest. No, I feel like the that tournament is for guys that play one fifty. Um, yeah, one one or five. Yeah, yeah. one hundred and fifty entries. You know, putting one or five or ten in there. You know, it's just such a bad structure, and um, I don't really play. It doesn't really fit the way I play. Um. You know, I'm, I play the single entries in the three max, like the higher buy-ins, like the the hundred dollar single entry, two hundred dollar single entry. I put three in the the power sweep. That's the hundred and fifty dollar entry with a hundred k to first. Like, so I'm playing like I want to say fifteen ish lineups per week. Also, like you know, the twelve dollar single entries, the the thirty three. Um, 
So yeah. And then cash, um, NFL, I play a lot of cash too. Uh, about half my, half my, uh, investment is in cash. Um, just to try to pay for some of those GPP losses, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, at the end of the day, while you're not playing the main contest, you, maybe you're not, you're not in play for the big, you know, the first place million dollars. And then just looking at the second place, 125, third place, 75. I mean, the power sweep that you play first place is hundred K. So that's I mean, technically better than third place in that, yeah. in that millionaire one. So it, it just makes more sense a little bit just to, yeah, we're going for that hundred K really, or, you know, a couple of the single entries have 50 K to first and, you know, it fits my style better. Cause I'm not taking, you know, crazy chances with leverage. Like you need in a Millie maker, you know, those really ugly stacks where you have, you know, 2% own guys and, you know, just some guys that no one really wants to play. Um, which yeah, it's better suited for the guys that are, you know, running an optimizer and, you know, putting in 150 lineups and, you know, I'm just hand building. 15 or so lineups. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of optimizer, check out the, uh, the RotoWire NFL optimizer new one this, this year. I think it, I think it, you can build the 150 up to 200, maybe something like that. Uh, check that out on the optimizer. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter, I have our odds page up. That's rotowire.com. Just go to the betting section, NFL and odds. And this compares odds at four different sites. I just have this, this up just to look, you know, just to get a general sense of what, these 11 games that we're looking at here for Sunday and the couple, I mean, this seems like a pretty, just looking at the over unders, just pretty, I don't know, low scoring, just not a lot of games. There's no games above 50. The highest is, is this Rams Cardinals game, uh, which is you can get 49 is over under at DraftKings, And I mean, that's just kind of a weird one where, you know, the Cardinals have been a little better than everyone's thought this this season. The next highest, of course, we have the Dolphins are home against the Panthers. And that's another one where it's like, okay, well, Dolphins could win this 30 to zero and maybe Tua doesn't play in the fourth quarter kind of a thing. And then another one that is going to stand out to me, I think you got the Bengals at home against the Seahawks. But just looking at this Bengals game, um, do any of these games uh, stand out to you? Do you, do you want to, you know, stack these these uh, Rams, Cardinals, Dolphins, Panthers games, or is this not really, you know, the matchups or the type of slate here where these these games actually stand out to you? Yeah, um, I actually think yeah, quite a few of them stand out for stacks okay. despite the lowish totals. Last week, I remember saying that it was one of the first weeks where I didn't like a single game for stacks really, um, and I ended up just a single stack and you know i jammed lamar chase or jamar chase so i had burrow <laughs> and then we had uh that amara st brown got ruled out sort of late on saturday and I played a bunch of lions too so it wasn't uh as much of a week for stacking this week yeah i like i would say five games yeah starting with that one you mentioned Seattle and Cincinnati looks pretty good. Uh, Seattle coming off a bye. They always play fast, so their games are really good for stacking. Um, I think sec for, they rank first right now in situation neutral pace. Um, they're coming off a bye. Uh, you know, we just saw the Bengals. The Bengals played the fastest they've played all season last week. They also passed at the highest rate uh, of the season last week. Um, so, yeah, it just it looks really good for stacks if you think that the Bengals offense can – you know, is back, uh, after, after that good week last week. Um, yeah. And then after that, what, what's the high, the highest total game is that the Rams or yeah, the, the, one, Rams, the Rams, Cardinals. Rams, Cardinals, that looks good. 
Um, you know, Cup came back last week. He looked really good. And we just saw Cincinnati just torch that offense or that defense, that Arizona defense. The stat I saw, the Cardinals are the only team in the league with two cornerbacks that rank bottom 10 in coverage, uh, according to <laughs> pro football focus. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase and all the receivers were open just about every play last week. So yeah, the Rams look really good. Uh, and then there's some, you know, some cheap options on the Cardinals. If you want to bring that back, I think the Colts Jaguars is going to be interesting that, that you can definitely stack that game because we got Minshew now he's only five K uh, the Colts, have been playing fast, one of the fastest teams in the league. And, you know, now you can play their pass catchers because you got Minshew. Um, and then, yeah, you mentioned Dolphins-Panthers. You could do something with that. You know, obviously there's a blowout risk, but, you know, we saw some Dolphins optimal last week and Panthers too. I mean, Thielen keeps smashing. Uh, it's unbelievable what Thielen's been doing. They have, you know, some other cheap wide receivers too. So I think that's fine. And then the last one that I think will be – a little bit forgotten about, but I kind of like is Vikings Bears. Um, got a got a ton of usage opening up on the Vikings with Jefferson out, so that's going to be interesting. And then Fields Fields looks like one of the best quarterbacks on the slate if he's going to play like he has the last two weeks. DJ Moore coming off a career game, he's looked great. So yeah, I think you know those five games all look pretty decent for stacks. Um, and there's even some spots in games I didn't mention. So, yeah, interesting week. Yeah, I think you could also argue this Vikings-Bears game. Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but two bottom 10 defenses, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Bears are definitely down there. Vikings are, I guess, definitely down there as well. Um, I know that this stat I've, I've heard many times about how many times they uh, they rushed or they – uh, against Justin Herbert and Herbert like torched them with however many passes kind of a thing. Uh, they just, I don't know if they have the, the bodies, they, their defense wasn't good last season. And I'm not sure uh, the new coordinator has really helped a little bit. We had a question about uh, the Ravens and Titans game. It's not going to be high on my list just because this Tannehill offense uh, not doesn't really inspire much. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll get into it a little bit, but it's, um, it's not on the slate. That one's at 9.30, right? Um, Good call. Good call. All right, so there's the answer so yeah, to that question. <laughs> not too worried about that one, but yeah. Um, I'm going to be full I, fading I, that game. Yeah, we're going to full fade that game. I don't think we'd be on it anyways. I see, what, 41 total. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there, there might be a few plays in that game, but I haven't looked too closely. Yeah. All right, so quarterback. Let's, let's look at this here. So Jalen Hurts, I think uh, we'll start with cash games here. Jalen Hurts is 8,200. It's not going to be in the cards for me. I don't think there's any reason just to, to pay up here. But, uh, you, I mean, we kind of mentioned Bengals game. We got Joe Burrow at 6,300, Stafford at 6,100. You mentioned Minshew. You mentioned Fields. Uh, I don't know about this Kirk Cousins situation without uh, Justin Jefferson, but he's 7,100. Fields is right above that. So there's a few guys where good matchups, pretty consistent at performing. So does anyone stand out more than the others? Would you prefer to spend down on Minshew, even though whatever this, this stat is for the Colts, uh, it seems like they've lost 15 straight against the Jaguars. It's probably not that much, but it, it's up there. So does anyone stand out above the rest here? Um, 
Yeah, I think Minshew would be okay. I, I think there's five guys in play for, for cash games. Um, the highest I'd go is probably Fields. Uh, I like spending up in cash most of the time, and there's probably going to be some value, enough value at wide receiver where you can do it if you want to. Um, but Minshew does look pretty good for 5K. And then guys in between, yeah, I think Burrow is good. Like you mentioned, he's still too cheap at 6,300. Stafford, 6,100. I think he's going to be – Stafford's going to be one of the more popular quarterbacks uh, on this slate because of that matchup and because he's cheap. Um, so, yeah, I think Fields, Burrow, Stafford, Minshew. I guess those four guys really are who I think people are going to go to in cash. I guess you can throw Lawrence in there. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's really a need to go above fields. As you, you mentioned, it's like it's not a great spot for Hertz, and he's really expensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it, you look at it like with fields. I mean, he's cheaper than Tua. He's cheaper than Hertz. And, I mean, fields, it seems like the last two games at least, he has the passing upside as those guys, but he also has 50 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown in him. I don't think he has, even has a rushing touchdown in the last couple games. Yeah, you'll, I guess he only has one this season. But still, I mean, you have that upside and you have that floor with him. And, uh, I mean, his passing it has kind of come out of nowhere. This this success maybe, you know, aided a little bit by playing poor defenses. But as we said, this Vikings defense isn't the best either. And there's all, there's already tons of talk about them tanking. So not not saying that's going to be like, okay, Vikings are going to, you know, yeah, I mean, people were – no, you're, you're right. I mean, people were respecting the Washington defense quite a bit, uh, and Fields went into Washington, and, you know, we saw what happened, four touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, he rushed for 57 yards. That rushing upside's big. And the matchup, the matchup is really nice, right, at home against the Vikings who have a bad defense and no Justin Jefferson. Like, it's just it's a really good matchup for Chicago who should find themselves – yeah, with the ball and good field position and chances to score. But yeah, I like fields. I, I'll, I'll try to get to fields. Uh, I think I think you'll have the money. Uh, as we're talking that game, just in terms of, did anything pop up to you in terms of weather? I know we're talking Friday. This is Friday the 13th, so shouts to Jason in terms of Friday the 13th here. But anything that pops up in terms of weather, I know we have this 49ers-Browns game, and I'm not sure how much we're even going to be talking about it as it is. I think it has the lowest over-under on the slate. But uh, it doesn't seem like anything else pops up unless uh, unless you're seeing something different. Uh, I mean, Chicago a little bit. You know, some people, you could, it's just going to be a little windy in Chicago, you know, yeah. the, the windy city. Uh, I saw, a- you know, sustained gusts or sustained wind, 10 to 15 miles an hour gusts up to 20 and nothing crazy, but um, you know, maybe enough to affect the passing games a little bit, but I don't, I don't think it's going to rain, you know, again, it's tough to predict all that on Friday morning. Yeah. Ryan is going down to Chicago, so he does not want it to rain. Um, Oh, I think, I think it's going to rain tonight, unfortunately. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like obviously something to keep an eye on. If you're, if you're banking on Justin Fields and 300 yards and four passing touchdowns, again, maybe something to keep an eye on if there's, it's always with, you know, on Lake Michigan in Chicago, it's always a possibility. It's like, okay, actually there's, there's 40 mile per hour winds, 30 mile per hour winds Sunday mornings. And uh, it's not what we expect right now. Talking Friday, you know, 48 hours before the game. So 
Uh, always something to keep an eye on when you're looking at the a Chicago at home kind of game. But uh, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of mentioned all the guys I, I preferred here. I don't know if I'd go with Lawrence here. I do like, then again, I guess Tannehill kind of, kind of, you know, threw all over the Colts last week. So Lawrence, I just haven't seen, I don't know, the upside. I haven't seen really the consistency this season. This offense kind of has been disappointing. And then you also throw in, okay, the Jaguars, they were in London for, for two weeks and now they're, you know, their mental clocks are, are a little uh, turned upside down a little bit. I don't know what that's going to mean in terms of DFS, but always something to consider, especially when betting uh, a match, like a game like this. So, yeah. Um, I know what you mean. It's he, his best game of the season was last week. They upset the bills in London. Um, it's more so that just team teams against Indy is a good matchup. Assuming they continue to play fast. They've been playing second fastest in the league and their games have averaged second most combined plays. You know, that that's what you look for. You mm-hmm. know, if you, if you, if you, you, you kind of want to stack the game that's going to have the most combined plays. Uh, that that usually works out okay. I mean, obviously not all the time, but you know you're going to have the the most opportunities for your guys to get touches. Um, but yeah, I hear you. I, I I'm not like in love with Trevor Lawrence and, and yeah. Jags. Well, do you have a preferred option here just for cash games? Lawrence, Stafford, and Burrow. They're all kind of in that same range. I think they're all kind of they all kind of have you know the pluses. Yeah, different kind for- of. For cash, I would like to get to Fields, um, but okay. I wouldn't have a problem with Burrow or Stafford. I think they're in pretty good spots. I'm not sure you need to go all the way down to Minshew. Um, it kind of feels like you know people went down to Dobbs last week at 5200, and yeah, I just I just don't think you need to. You can, but I don't know. People went down to Dobbs in cash games. I saw some people did that. Yeah, he was 5,200 at, at home against the Bengals. He had been running uh, a, a little bit. Uh, yeah, cash was weird last week. Some people went all the way down to him at 5K, but a lot of people spent up for Hertz and Mahomes at 8K. Um, anyway. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that. Just looking at Dobbs, I mean, the games against the Cowboys, game against the 49ers, he actually produced, as you said. He was running, you know ran for 50 yards in, in both those games. And then in the other games, he hasn't really run a bunch. So maybe against, maybe against teams with better defensive lines is when he's, he's running, which, which kind of makes sense. So in terms of tournaments though, does, uh, what did you be looking at fields with, uh, with kind of like fields and then throw in obviously DJ Moore, and then you got Addison for the Vikings kind of a thing. Um, would Looks you pretty be good to me? Yeah. That's yeah. definitely one stack I'm looking at. Um, no, yeah. And you don't have to do more than that. I, uh, I don't, you know, I don't think you need to fully stack a lot of these games. That's all I would do with, with fields. You could run, you know, it could be Addison. It could be KJ Osborne. He's cheap. It could be TJ Hawkinson. Um, yeah. Other stuff, you know, I, we mentioned, I like Cincy. The Cincy Seattle game for tournaments. Uh, another one I'm looking at kind of off the board, some pieces from, I think some pieces from Houston are interesting because they're all cheap. And with Tank Dell out, it's just, it's kind of nice. Like some of those, Houston's been playing well, doing well for fantasy. Stroud looks good. 
Um, so, yeah, you know, they, they have some guys projecting well. Pierce, Dalton Schultz, Robert Woods. So I kind of like some pieces from that game. I'm not sure how popular they're going to be because I still don't think people like playing the Texans. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have, like, those are my ideas right now. We'll see what happens with news. I like Rams, Cardinals, too. I, I really like Cup. We'll get to that when we talk about receivers. So, you know, I can see myself having Stafford Cup and maybe Hollywood Brown as a start, something like that. Yeah, I pulled up some uh, roster ship percentages here, projections uh, up at DraftKings. And so we got the Burrow, we got the Stafford kind of above the rest. Lawrence is up there too, of course. Hertz is three. Um, are you going to be looking – you don't think that's correct? Or I don't you... think it's going to end up like that. Okay. No. But I think like it's similar. I think you're going to see Stafford Burrow in the top three. And are you going to be playing Hurts at all? I don't know. No. It's just like, you know, that's a low total. The Jets have a decent defense. And I just don't think you need to get to 8,200. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't need like he needs to put up a big score. He needs thirty-five, and of course, you know he can do it. Good game last week. He finally ran more. You know we were worried that he wasn't running as much because he hadn't been. And then last week, seventy-two yards on fifteen carries. Um, so, you know, yeah, I don't mind it. Like I don't mind it because he's going to be lower owned. Like last week, he was more popular. This week, I think you know he might be five percent or something. So it's okay from from that perspective. Yeah, I also wonder about game script with with Hertz, just in terms of, I guess maybe you can bank on Zach Wilson having another good game. But a lot, I mean, a lot of these Eagles games this season have been closer than than what you'd think. And I mean, they sure they beat the Bucks by a bunch. They were up by the Patriots by a lot in that first week, but they've had a lot of close games. So, you know, I guess if they have a close game here, then then Hertz will maybe get to his numbers kind of thing. But if it's kind of like a blowout, which is what the projection is, is close to, I guess the spread's only seven. But um, I, I do think, in, you know, you get below, I don't know, the 6K range, just, just like, like a lot of guys that you can see that could have a pretty good game. Like Geno Smith, we're talking about Joe Burrow, but the other side of that, Geno Smith against Cincinnati, the Bengals defense hasn't been hasn't been as good as prior seasons, I guess is what I'll say. Uh, that's, I mean, people were playing Josh Dobbs last week, as you said. So Geno Smith is down there. I mean, even Baker Mayfield against the Lions secondary, that defense that has a bunch of injuries. You just got a lot of, you know, the, I don't know, I'd say darts here darts in terms of tournaments you could see a lot of these guys cheaper guys that have you know they go for 25 points kind of a thing and you're you get reduced reduced prices and you're getting 25 points from your quarterback it wouldn't be surprising if you know a lot of these any of these names really popped out kind of a thing um no um Minshew I'm looking at I I think Minshew looks pretty good just for a couple Josh Downs looks at one of like one of the better punt receivers at 4100 I think he'll be relatively popular and then Etienne looks like one of the better running back options. So, like, I think an interesting little mini stack is Etienne, Minshew, and then one of the Colts pass catchers. Could be Downs, could be Pittman. Um, but, yeah, I think those cheap quarterbacks are in play too. Well, let's get into running back here. You mentioned Etienne. He's 7,100. I think there's a lot of a lot of pretty good options that you can look at. 
David Montgomery, the clip going around uh, is is uh, is Dan Campbell talking about you know Montgomery having a you know exclusive major role of of rushes and and Jameer Gibbs, you know all the fantasy people who drafted him are you know ticked off by that kind of thing, but uh, you know it is what it is. Uh, Connor McCaffrey's ninety five hundred. I don't think he's going to be in range. Uh, he's 9,500 is an extreme price. And then against the Browns, pretty good defense. Uh, this is more of a, a tournament move, I guess you could say. Uh, but even then you, you're playing him because he's not going to be a, that popular, but uh, it's not, not going to be in my cards here. I think there's, there's a few others that stand out here. Brian Robinson is 7,200. You mentioned Etienne 7,100. Then we go down. Kyron Williams is 6,500. Rashi Mostert. Is sixty four hundred. You think Mostert's going to be the the most popular running back on this slate? Uh, just because we're not getting a chan here. Um, I think he'll be relatively popular, but not the most. I Go. think this week is kind of interesting. I think there are more viable mid range running backs than any other week, but none that completely stand out. Like we've had these other weeks where you're just for sure playing that guy. And I don't think that's the case this week. I think there are eight running backs, eight running backs between 7,300 and 61 that people will consider. Starting, yeah, you mentioned Montgomery, 7,300. For the reasons you said, Etienne, he had 30 touches last week. You know, people were worried about Tank Dell. Bigsby. Tank, sorry, Tank big. <laughs> Too many tanks. Yeah, right. People were really worried about that. It hasn't been the case at all. Etienne was great last week. Um, Jacobs, 7K at home against that bad New England team. Jacobs looks really good for 7K. Kamara had two really nice games since coming back. Then, yeah, down to Kyron Williams, you mentioned, just in a great spot at home against Arizona. Mostert. Uh, 64, and then Mixon. Mixon actually is projecting to the best right now, at least where I'm looking, and he will be one of the most popular. And you know, he's his numbers look a little underwhelming because he only has one touchdown, but he had 29 touches last week. Um, and you know, it's a going to be a good game environment against Seattle that should play fast. So yeah, Mixon looks pretty good, and then Swift even all the way down to 6,100. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone is going to end up being crazy chalk. I think all of those guys will get some ownership. Okay. And, yeah, I see I see a comment. that That's a, a comment from this guy in the chat, Kenneth Walker the third after a bye. So he's in that range, and he's going to get completely forgotten about because he's not one of those eight guys um so yeah i think that's a very interesting tournament play with with burrow burrow stacks yeah right? just... might as well name all the running backs because honestly they're all in good spots all eight of those guys i mentioned you can see and i didn't even say Bijan, who's 7200 um or Brees, who's 6k after a huge week you know i not even mentioning those guys um all those other guys are in good spots yeah, I'll just say again for the people in the chat, this is a DFS show. We're talking about mainly the 11 games on Sunday. Uh, so if you want to find, you know, other stuff, rotowire.com slash 
soccer trial to get a trial to rotowire and then rotowire.com slash chat go into the nfl channel that is our discord go into the nfl channel ask your you know your fantasy football questions there uh someone at rotowire will answer to them uh so just uh yeah streaming the guy's question about who should he stream that's a tough that's a tough one though i stroud or gino i would say um but I know Howell's been passing at a crazy rate. That's one where you just like have to go with your gut. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say Geno just because of just because of the matchup. But playing at Cincinnati, uh, the other guys I, I believe are both in indoors, so something to also consider there. So we kind of, as you said, we kind of mentioned like all these running backs. Does is there one guy in your tournament lineups that you're going to have more than than the others? Is one stand out above the others yeah i wish you know i i don't have a great answer for that at the moment um like i said i think they're all good options but no one like jumps off the page so i'm gonna be looking at if it makes sense in my stack and also a lot of times for tournaments i'll see who's gonna end up being the most popular and maybe just fade them you know because you have these other good options too um you know there's some cheaper guys too um gotta mention gotta mention damien pierce just because he's 5100 i mean 20 carries last week 24 carries the week before um yeah how much do you like him for you know he's averaging like three yards a carry yeah yeah um I still kind of like him just because, you know, give me a guy at home who's going to get 20 touches and who's at least capable of catching two or three passes. All he needs to do is fall into the end zone. Um, yeah, I can get behind P- Pierce this week, I think. Um, the other situation to mention is Chicago. Uh, they're going to have a cheap running back. And Herbert. Herbert is doubtful. So, you know, we have Roshan Johnson at 4,600 who it hasn't been practicing. Like, yeah. It doesn't sound like he's yeah. going to be playing. Yeah. I've heard like conflicting things. So like if he doesn't play, then who do you have? I mean, Homer is no more than like a third down, you know, slash pass catching guy. You're going to, might be back to Dante Foreman. It might be blossom game. I don't know. Like, I don't really want to take a shot on those guys, but I guess it was, Pay attention to news, and if Roshan's out and what they say, I mean, you know, if if you got 20 carries out of Foreman, I know he hasn't played since week one, but he's that type of guy. We see him do it a couple times per year. Yeah, with the uh, with the Panthers. If, yeah. If, so Foreman was was in a, inactive the last four games. Blasting game came on for it came on for the other injuries in, in the bears last win against the commanders. If it, if it is Roshan's out and Herbert's out, Homer's out and you were basically left with blossoming game and Foreman as the Chicago running backs. Do you avoid the situation or do you look at them, look at the prices and like, okay, let me just take a chance on one of these guys, mm. take a chance on Foreman's history kind of a thing. If all that stuff that you said happens, I think I probably would take a chance. I mean, you know, he would be active to be the, to get 20 carries. I would assume if all those other guys are out. Um, yeah. Blossom game is there, but 
I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it'd be worth a gamble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it uh, for Roshan Johnson had a concussion and he has not passed that yet. We're talking that Friday. Game, sorry, that game was on Thursday though, so like I think Roshan probably plays actually, um, okay. just because like th- that's what I've heard at least. Um, and since that game was on Thursday, it makes sense. Uh, so then, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just want to avoid that Bears situation. I think Roshan's playable, though. I mean, assume, assume Roshan was 100% healthy. That's 4,600. That's not bad. Yeah, it will be a thing like maybe maybe even today or tomorrow where it's like, okay, he passed concussion protocol and he did a walkthrough or something like that, and he, he'd be good to go. It's kind of what... It's kind of what the news are waiting on for Roshan Johnson. I believe it's, you know, full week for, for the concussion protocol. So uh, if you're looking, if you're looking at the bears backfield, that is something to, to keep an eye on. Uh, do you have any thoughts? I mean, we talked a little bit about Moster, but uh, with HN out, are you look going, you know, see, that's the spot that I'm just, I wish I was more confident on. Um, you know, if Moster was just going to be the guy, then it would look like the best spot on the slate without a chan but jeff wilson's back and ahmed is there too you know it seems like you know again we'll wait on this news too but jeff wilson's going to play a little bit if he if you know if he's active um i just what worries me is that mostert's not you know mostert's going to get like 15 touches that worries me um, well, even if be... Mostert has the same role that he's had, you still, yeah, that, it's he's... still fine. No, I agree. It's still like, it's a great spot. Like he should crush. I just think there's some risk there. I might yeah. end up playing Mostert. Um, I don't want to say they're going to score, you know, 70 points again, like when Mostert and HN both went off, but I don't think this is going to be, you know, a Buffalo Bills result where, you know, they're playing from behind kind of a thing. This is going to be. No. Okay, he aver- he's averaged more than six yards per carry against the Giants, against the Broncos, against the Patriots. He- he's getting receptions as well. So, like, I do think he does have a floor, even if he splits carries. I think that the floor's there. I think, you know, touchdown upside is there. Uh, and I think he can, you know, go off for, for a bunch as well, depending on how the situation I- unfolds. I there. do too. I mean, if someone told me that Mostert was their favorite play in that whole 6K range or the best play, like – I don't really have an argument. That's very well could be. What about your guy Alexander Mad- Madison here, fifty six hundred? We're talking. We're talking about <laughs> my Vikings guy Madison. Um, yeah, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, maybe if Cam Akers wasn't there, but Akers is at least in the mix now. Yeah, five carries in back to back games, two catches in back to back games. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to do it. Is there any what. is there any reason to try to decipher the Cardinals backfield? All their all their running backs are going to be sub five K. James Conner's out. They got Demarcado is forty nine hundred. Tony Jones, who's going to be a short yardage back, basically is forty six hundred. Keontae Ingram is forty five hundred. He's coming back from a neck injury. Is there any reason to even dive into this this situation? Uh, yeah, against because, the Rams at least. Yeah. Yeah, because that game looks pretty good for stacks. So, like, you know, imagine having Stafford, Cup, Puka. Um, you're going to want someone from the Cardinals, probably. Uh, it might be that D- Di Mercado. Uh, 
look, you know, he's been involved in the passing game even even before Connor got injured. So, yeah, I have some interest there. You just don't know which one it's going to be. But, you know, Tony Jones is not good, and they just signed him. So it's not going to be him. And then Ingram, you know, people saw he's listed as number one on the depth chart. But, yeah, he's – hasn't played since week three with a neck injury. Um, so yeah, I think you take a chance on D Mercado if you want to. Again, I, I think it's okay. Our guy Jack Burkhart is watching. I think he's also upset that you just bashed Tony Jones, uh, you know, former Notre Dame running back, if I'm not mistaken there. But you got anything else here on running back? I mean, we go through the list. It's kind of like quarterbacks. It's like, oh, okay, you know, below 6K, 6K range. You can play this guy. You can play that guy. Actually, about this cold situation here, we got Jonathan Taylor, 6,600. Uh, he was on a snap count last week. I think it was 10 snaps. Uh, we got Zach Moss. He basically blew up the slate last week. He, he's 6,200. Another situation, should you, is it best to avoid? Now we're in, we're maybe it's going to be a fully split situation. And then you throw in, okay, they're underdogs in Jacksonville kind of a thing. Is this just a, you know, fade situation? Don't even think yeah. about it. Yeah, it's just a fade situation. There's too many good running backs in that range. And, you know, they're underdogs on the road. I'll wait and see. Uh, you know, Zach Moss looked so good that how is Jonathan Taylor just going to come in and take over? It's just, it's not going to happen this week, in my opinion. Uh, it's just not a great spot either. Too, there's too many good running backs on this slate. I think just like to close it out, the, the number one thing to remember is there's 10 good running back plays at least. So uh, these other weeks we've had guys like, oh my God, you have to play Kyron Williams, you know, and he was like 70% owned or like A-Chan or like, there's, there's been other guys too, obviously, I'm for, David Montgomery, multiple weeks. Um, this week, you can play a lot of different guys and feel fine about it. Yeah, even in the, so the Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss range, uh, Mixon and, and Swift are right in that range. So it's like, why even think about it? But then the day that, you know, Zach Moss, maybe the Taylor, one of those guys, probably both of them are going to be, you know, not very popular. So maybe one right. of them is just feeling it like Zach Moss was and goes off kind of thing. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but this is the kind of thing you look for. If this is the kind of thing you look for, if you want to win $1 million, if you don't want to win $1 million, don't think about it. Just plug and play the, the obvious choices. <laughs> and I guess you right. also have to play 149 other lineups, but that's, that's for another show. So no, you're right, though. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com So for a wide receiver here, Jamar Chase, uh, 19 targets last game. He's 8,300. He's had at least eight targets in every game, but maybe more beneficial to him is for some reason. So before last week's game, Joe Burrow was like, uh, I feel better right now than I have at any point this season. And then, you know, he came out and, and it kind of showed he he looked better than at any point uh, in the season. And it showed in the numbers. Chase just was open. I think I think the number on Chase is that he's been open on more of his targets than than anyone else in the league uh, wide receiver wise, obviously. But so he's eighty three hundred. You got Tyreek at ninety three hundred. Uh, Cup is nine K. Puka is eight K. So you have all these guys here. Uh, Devante is right there at 8,100 if, if he's playing at this point, 8,300 for Jamar chase. And we already see the almost 20 target upside. Is he just a free, do you just put him in, in cash games or should you, you know, compare him a little bit to these other guys? Yeah. You just put him in, in cash games. I think, uh, a few reasons. Um, you know, he's underpriced still, he should be priced. With, with Cup Tyreek. and Tyreek, yeah. right. With Cup and Tyreek. Um, you know, he told us the other week and he's always open and you mentioned the numbers back it up. He's been open more than any receiver in the league. Um, it's got to be said that, you know, T. Higgins obviously was out and that's news we're going to have to monitor. Like It seems like T is trending towards playing. I don't really think it matters when it comes to chase or not. It doesn't matter when it comes to my decision for cash games. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals have a buy next week. You know, we've seen these situations where Higgins is active and plays like two snaps. He's done it multiple times. Um, so yeah, chase is just too cheap. Um, you know, I'm a Bengals guy, you know, I'm a, I'm a Burrow <laughs> guy. People know this. Um, so like I didn't make a lineup last week that didn't have chase and he scored 55 points. So like, it's hard for me not to go back to that um, for tournaments. I think chase is probably going to be the most popular receiver on the slate. So then you're going to have to make a decision. Uh, then he becomes a fine fade. If you want to fade him, he also become, it's also fine. If you, 
you want to ride him again in, in every lineup. I don't know. that That's one that can go either way. There's a lot of other good receivers on this slate. Obviously, Tyree Kill, pretty good spot. Cooper Cup, great spot. Um, nobody's going to play Puka, but also a great spot. Devontae Adams, cheap and pretty good spot. And he seems uh, – he's okay from, from what I've heard. He's he's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a all of those receivers are good plays. Obviously, like well, you know, we say the same thing every week. Like one of them's gonna go for a ton of points, maybe two of them. Um, there's not much else to say. Is the Higgins factor is that gonna be going into any of your tournament decisions? I'm just looking at like, okay, Trenton Irwin still got ten targets last week. Tyler Boyd still got seven targets last week. As right. you said, as you said earlier in the show, Bengals ran a ton of plays. They they passed a ton in that game. Uh, so I mean, it's not like Higgins is going to get that many more targets than Trenton Irwin got. I mean, it's it's a funny thing to nope. say, but right, nope, you hit it on the head. Yeah, look at Trenton Irwin's targets last week. Look at boy, what seventeen targets they combined for, or whatever. Yeah, that's why like Higgins being active just doesn't even matter in terms of chase. Um, I don't think I would take a shot on Higgins here. I get it, but I, I'm just, you know, uh, he's burned me too many times. Um, I also have a ton of Higgins in best ball. He's probably my highest owned wide receiver. So like, you know, it's a little bit of a hedge if I fade Higgins in DFS. Uh, we're going down the list here for wide receivers. Obviously, you're going to need some cheaper options. DJ Moore is 6,500. A couple guys that just stood out to me, I'll say. DJ Moore is 6,500. He will be popular based off what he's done. But he, I think he's still – I mean, given his, his recent games, I, I'd say he's still kind of cheap a little bit. And then this Viking secondary uh, still has its issues. And then you mentioned Josh Downs. Uh, as we get to the value options, he's 4,100. seems like Josh Downs has better – you know, better floor. Uh more upside with with Minshew as quarterback instead of Anthony Richardson. So I think that's, you know, that's another boost for him there. But going down the list, is is there like cash options that stand out that you want to play with Chase? Does does more and downs look like pretty reasonable options or is there is there someone else here that, uh, that I'm missing? I think, yeah, I think if you like, I don't, I think DJ Moore might get a little forgotten about actually. And I agree with what you said. Like, he looks pretty good this week, especially if you, yeah, you know, look what Fields and him have been doing. I think he kind of gets forgotten about, though, because of those guys at the top and and because of some of the 5K guys. To answer your question, though, for cash, yeah, I think right now three cheap guys look decent. Downs for sure. Downs for 4,100. Um he had 12 targets in Minshew's only other start, which was week three against the Ravens. Um, you know, this is a talented rookie. He had six catches for, what, like 97 yards last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you feel pretty good about Dobbs in this game environment. Actually, Robert Woods is one, is one that it, he looks pretty good. I hate to say it, just because, you know, assuming Tank, Tank Dell's out now. Uh, I mean, just look at the targets Woods has been getting for 3,800, nine targets, nine targets. I mean, and again, I, mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be considering him here, but like tank Dell out is something for, for it's gonna, it's a, it's a, you know, it's going to benefit Woods and Schultz and maybe Nico Collins. Well, the question I have with that is, okay, 
is Woods going to get more than nine targets because Tank Dell is out? I mean, look what, um, I'm just saying, like, look what he's no, done no, with maybe his not, targets. but like, no, no, maybe not. Um, but look at his salary; it's thirty eight hundred. He started the season at five k. Like, he's never been under five k, forty six hundred, forty four hundred, forty three hundred. I mean, the salary just doesn't really make sense for a guy nine targets, nine targets, ten targets. I mean, come on, thirty eight hundred. You can see why he projects pretty well, and you know, Dell being out just means those targets are like more guaranteed, not a fluke, maybe. Um, so yeah, I don't know that I'm going to do that, but he's worth mentioning. Just you like don't care. KJ, sorry, go ahead. This is, this is mostly about price. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter that, okay, maybe the saints have a pretty decent secondary kind of a thing. Mm, yeah. It matters some. Yeah. You know, you know, you could argue that the Texans are cheap because it's not Both the greatest up. spot. Right. Um, but it's not a bad spot. They're at home against the team quarterbacked by David Carr. I don't, you know, how bad of a spot can it be? I don't know the, you know, the, the saints, they don't have like an elite defense, right? That's all. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to evaluate there's other, you know, grossish plays, I guess, like KJ Osborne, you know, how, how, how comfortable do you feel with KJ Osborne? Again, you know, Jefferson being out, there's so much usage available now. You have Addison there. You have Hawkinson there. I mean, I think KJ Osborne is an option. He could step in, at least try to step into that number one role. We saw him with nine targets last week. So, I mean, there's not a guy that's like a slam dunk. You can go up a little higher. I think Hollywood Brown looks pretty good again. Um, yeah, he's set to be pretty popular. Yeah, and it makes sense. You know, 10 targets in three out of the last four weeks, touchdowns in three out of the last four weeks, a game environment where Arizona should have to be passing. And also Arizona doesn't have James Conner anymore, which, you know, he's a running back, but it means they're going to have to rely on receivers even more and probably going to be losing. So yeah, I can definitely get behind Hollywood Brown. Um, Just bashing Tony Jones, just all over the show here. I mean, come on. Uh, He scored a (laughs) couple. couple touchdowns for the saints and then got cut. Yeah. Um, you know, going up a little higher, you have Addison then 5,700. So with that, uh, I want to question. So would you rather want DJ Moore at 6,500 or Addison at 5,700? Obviously yeah, it's, you know, 800 price, but that's you a can, good question. Like um, if you can do something with that 800 bucks, you know, I mean, for cash, I'd probably, I don't see how you get to more in cash. I don't even know that you get to Addison, but I'd say Addison for yeah for the for the eight hundred bucks. Well, that's I if just you're think playing t- fields. That's why you're playing fields, so you can't get to him. Right. Um, so okay, I want to get Chase and Cup. That's why I can't get get to DJ Moore. Maybe that's what I should have said. I want Chase and Cup. So that's okay. the goal at at at. Two of these receivers, you could argue if someone said they want Tyreek Hill, that's fine too. I think you, or, or Devontae Adams has one. I think you want two of these stud wide receivers. That's what I should have said for cash games. So you're, that's, that's what I'm planning to do. You're probably playing a pretty cheap running back as well, right? Well, yeah. Two of those mid range guys, okay. you know, I don't know if I'm, you're right though. If I play fields, then you might have to go cheaper at running back. Maybe you don't play fields. And then I think it'll be a pretty common construction to play like a Stafford. And then two of those six K backs 
mid six K backs, you know, you got Mixon, Mostert, Kyron, Swift, uh, go up to Etienne. Yeah. Williams. Yeah. Like two of those guys, I think will be pretty common in cash. Yes, that is, that is the first lineup I built, uh, pretty much what you just said. So, but I have, I have Burrow instead of Stafford. That's fine too. Um, so just looking at the, uh, again, I got the roster projections up, you can find those at Rotowire. Uh, Christian Kirk is projected to be fairly popular here. I think that's largely because, okay, he's 5,400. And then we saw what DeAndre Hopkins did last week against, against the Colts. And then we see, okay, eight targets for Kirk, 12 targets. Uh, you know, he's been fairly consistent. Maybe the upside really hasn't been there, but still he's cheap. Um, what do you, does Kirk fit into any of your builds? I, I guess, I guess uh, he, you got Hollywood Brown here at 5,300 and Kirk at 5,400. Yeah. I'm glad you brought Kirk up. He might, he, he very well might because you know, monitor Zay Jones status. Uh, he hasn't practiced all week, came out of that bills game with a knee injury after catching three of five targets and a touchdown. Um, it's a really good spot for Jacksonville. And if Zay Jones was out, yeah, I'd have a lot of interest in Kirk. And I think he would even be played in cash games. He would he he feels pretty safe when Zay Jones is out, and and rightfully so. Yeah. Uh just for tournaments, well, I guess anything else for cash games. I think it's uh, not really. I think you're probably gonna want like definitely gonna want go- are, are you going below 5K? Are you going to anyone else outside of downs in cash games? Probably not. But if like if I made the perfect lineup and I needed Robert Woods, I don't think I'd be afraid to click it. But yeah, probably not. Maybe uh, not for bit. cash. I just yeah. not for cash. I, I yeah. Yeah, I guess if if Higgins doesn't play or something, Irwin is is thirty three hundred. Sure. Yeah. And more again, like go I'd ahead. Play, in tournaments, I I wouldn't have. I play Irwin in tournaments. Cash this seems a little tough, but yeah, can't be too bad if he's going to get ten targets again. I mean, great play, but a couple guys that stood out to me for tournaments that I don't think are going to be very popular. Let me just look at the sheet here. But we'll see what Mike Evans' status is. But we got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I think both have been fairly, you know, forgotten about this season just because of the Buck situation. Because okay, Brady's gone, Baker Mayfield's in. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna trust these guys. But Evans, you know, he's coming off a hamstring injury, so that's always tricky to deal with. But I think he got a limited uh, participation in on Thursday, so at least a decent sign there. Though he has a history of his of hamstring injuries. He's 7,100. Godwin is 6,900. So, I mean, this is just a situation where it's like, okay, maybe you have, maybe you have Amon Ra and, and Goff or something like that, or maybe you have Montgomery and it's like, okay, uh, Lions secondary, a little beat up here. And Evans and Godwin, both guys who we've already seen them this season just have pretty decent upside. And if they're not going to be very popular, it seems like, you know, a pretty good idea just to, just to go with the Bucks here. Do you have any interest in playing the Bucks here? They're at home against the Lions for this one. Yeah, I don't know, but I agree with what you said. I don't know if I have interest, but I think it, they go forgotten about, and that's like kind of how you win a tournament. It, it like it. What you said makes a lot of sense. There's there's a couple other guys like that on this slate. Devonte Smith, right in the middle of those two. 
going to go completely forgotten about. Uh, I kind of like the Bucks. I don't know. Do you like do you like the Bucks a little bit? Is that what you were, what you were saying? I can, I can see it. I think it's going to be you know everyone's blowing smoke uh, up, uh, blowing smoke on on the Lions. Lions here. You know every podcast I listen to, it's like oh Lions, they're the top five team. This is it. Uh, the Lions here playoffs. They're one of the best teams in the NFC. And okay, you know they just beat up on the Panthers without a couple of their better players. And you know the Bucks have been sneaky this season. The Bucks have been sneaky this season, and you know Baker Mayfield has played better than pretty much what anyone has thought. Uh, and you could argue the same for the Bucks in general. And then you throw—I just think you throw in these these Lions injuries. I think there could be points in this game, and maybe at the end of the day, you got to decide. Okay, what is the status of Evans? I think Godwin maybe may be a little more popular than we think if Evans is out. We saw him get a bunch of targets. Uh, when Evans missed the last game. But uh, I do think that there is a chance that this is, we could see like the Lions Seahawks kind of game where, okay, maybe there is, there is more points than we expect just because this Bucks offense is better than we expected. And the Lions have some injuries on defense. I think that is in range. I agree. Um, no, I, I agree. I, I guess Sorry, I'm, I was just getting called out for the local yeah. sports team, man. I'm oh. biased here, but you could also throw in. I was going to mention Rashad White for the same reason. Just, just throw him in there. Uh, he's only fifty five hundred. Um, but yeah, back to receivers for tournaments. Some guys that we didn't mention. Some, some darts. I guess in the, in those massive tournaments, I think it's worth mentioning Alec Pierce. <laughs> he's only thirty three hundred, but. Uh, he played all but one snap last week. He got seven targets in the in the other game that Minshew started. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's just one of those where everyone's on downs, and even some people are on Pittman. I mean, so like one for those bigger tournaments. One that I'm considering. What do you think about this? It's a little bit thin, but I'm considering it because I like the game, and it's Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, thirty six hundred. I'm serious. I, I'm uh, um, no. I looked. I looked at his name. I was going to bring him up when we were down in the yeah. Valley wide receivers earlier. So he broke his wrist right before the season started, and played through it. He's still getting five or six targets. I know he hasn't done anything with them. Now they're coming off a bye. You think that the bye should should help him more than anybody else? Just being a rookie, you know, he was dealing with that wrist. Um, Thirty six hundred. I could. I think that's a pretty good play. I think it's a pretty good play. If, if you're on Bengals stacks, um, and the one other guy, we're going to lock that in. Uh, I'm going to play some, I'm going to play some. Um, last guy I'll mention is Jalen Waddle as a pivot off of Tyreek Hill for sure. I mean, Waddle's going to smash at some point might not be this week, but he's going to have a two touchdown hundred yard game at some point. And you know, nobody's going to play 76 pay 7,600 for him. Uh, what am I looking for? Jacoby Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy, I'm just naming it guys who aren't going to be very popular, kind of getting be overlooked because of, you know, the other wide receiver on the team or just because of the matchup. Uh, but I mean, this Patriots team, they don't have their best two defensive players, arguably. They don't have their best cornerback. Myers has been getting targets pretty much every game that he plays. 
Yeah, uh, even even if well. Adams even if Adams is healthy, I don't think that, you know that matters. But he's just going to be you know a little cheaper. You're not spending a ton on him, but I mean, I think he it's a decent matchup, and they're at home against the Patriots, who just got blown out by the Saints. Uh, just someone who you know, won't be popular, but I think he has you know twenty plus point upside. I think he has could be up to you know eight catches. I think eight catches, hundred yards is in the realm of possibility for him. Yep, I think that's a good call. Then I guess we got to mention Adam Adam Thielen, right? I mean, his game log is insane. He's he just had another eleven catch game. I mean, Adam Thielen, right? Eleven for one hundred seven last week. Eleven for one forty five. Two weeks before that, touchdowns in three out of the last four. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like at some point, right? He he's been crushing. Yeah, never fade the wide receiver who knows how to run routes. Uh, that's I think that's the rule there. And I think the, everybody just sort of wrote him off because he's on a bad team with a bad quarterback, and he, you know, he, it seemed like he was washed. He's had a bunch of injuries the last two, three years. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I was stacking Tua and Tyreek, or if I was playing Moster, or you know, I'd be looking at running it back with a Cardinal. And I don't think anybody wa- wants to pay fifty nine hundred for Thielen at this point. Not many do. Yeah, uh, not to drag this out a little bit here, but are you putting anything into Frank Reich basically coming out and saying he wants to simplify the offense for Bryce Young? Do you think that would have an effect here on Thielen? Uh, I mean, what can it get better for him or worse? Like, I don't know how it can get better. Would it, would that be worse? I think it would be worse. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seemed pretty simple already. Just drop <laughs> back and throw to feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. So for tight end, we we don't have Travis Kelsey to talk about, unfortunately. So we can't pump up. We can't even mention Taylor Swift's name, even though I just did. But you know, Taylor Swift. Shout out to her and her fans. Hopefully, you know, all our fans are watching this DFS show because I think all the Taylor, you know, the Swifties. Uh, sorry, gotta say Swifties here. I think they all actually started playing DFS. Uh, so that's good news for all the uh, DFS grinders. We got a bunch of Swifties playing DFS now because of because of Travis Kelsey, but. So we had we don't have Kelsey, but we do have Hawkinson, who is the most expensive tight end, and he does not have Jeff Jefferson to worry about. He's sixty six hundred, but then you go down the list, and it's like, do I actually need to spend sixty six hundred on Hawkinson when there's a guy like Logan Thomas at thirty five hundred, or you know Zach Ertz at thirty six hundred? There's a bunch of guys down here that it's like, well, is Hawkinson worth it here? Do you, what are your thoughts here on tight end? Yeah, no, you nailed it. Hawkinson's just too expensive. They priced him up, and it's even going to keep people off him in tournaments. So I, 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 at least I think so. So I think Hawkinson is a decent tournament play. No need to go there for cash. You mentioned there's there's four guys in that mid three k range. Ertz at thirty six, Dalton Schultz at thirty six, Thomas at thirty five, Pitts at thirty five. Um, so any of those guys look okay they you know they all project decent um i agree with our projections the ones you have up there evan ingram would be the best option if you can get there it's not a must by any means but he's had eight targets in four straight games and if uh zay jones doesn't play evan ingram looks pretty good now 4500 kind of a weird range like punting tight end is usually the move in cash. Um, 
But yeah, no, I don't mind. I don't mind getting up to Ingram. But yeah, you know, we, you have you have all those guys in 35, 3600. Pick one of those guys. Yeah, I think I think the thing with Ingram is like, okay, you got Ingram forty five hundred. You got Logan Thomas. The other guys around thirty five hundred. It's like, what are you going to do with the extra one thousand? Like, do you need the extra thousand? Where are you putting that that one thousand? I think that's kind of what the the question comes down to right there. Because I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's a slam dunk on really any of these guys, even Hawkinson. So, yeah, kind of. It's almost like okay, what fits here? What fits best? Assuming you like, assuming you like the rest of your lineup, kind of a thing. Yeah, maybe if you're p- comfortable punting quarterback, you might have some extra money. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to play one of these mid-range guys. I don't know. Pitts finally had a good game. He had 11 targets last week. 10 targets for Schultz, 7 catches and a touchdown. I already mentioned I like Houston because Tank Dell's going to be out. Logan Thomas, you mentioned. He looked great. Um, yeah, I'll probably I'll be on one of those guys most likely. Any any uh, big thoughts here on defense? The Lions seem. I mean, I already mentioned the Bucks here, but the Lions are are twenty seven hundred. Could be pretty popular uh, just because of I guess kind of the 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 hate. I don't know the hate, but the the anti the the bias against the Bucks without Brady. I think it still exists. Uh, so I do think the Lions will be popular, but uh, does anything uh, stand out to you? Does the uh, Jim Shorts, Cleveland Browns defense going against the 49ers at 2,200 uh, just take that route? Because, you know, the stat going around everywhere is like, okay, you know, Jim Schwartz has had, you know, decent success against Kyle Shanahan throughout their careers. Uh, and then Browns, you know, one of the top five defenses here as well. So, and, you know, bad weather, throw that in there as well. Uh, 2,200 Browns, or does this, this another defense stand out for you? No, nope, I think you nailed it. Um, 2,200 Browns at home. They have a good defense. That game has the lowest total. You know, unfortunately, it looks like P.J. Walker is going to be starting. That's the first time we mentioned P.J. Walker. He's 4K, but, you know, Deshaun Watson, I don't, you know, nobody knows what's going on with him. Apparently he was cleared, but is going to sit out again. Um, so I think PJ Walker starting is not good for the Browns defense, but you know, it doesn't really matter for cash games. This is a week where there's not one that's like obvious and that stands out and it's going to be like 50% owned. And we've had that just about every week this week, not so much like the lines are okay. Um, but yeah, I'm fine going with the Browns. I'm fine going all the way down to the Browns. If you want to go up for tournaments, I think people will play the dolphins some, uh, at home against Carolina, and I mean probably the Forty ers If if people get up there, the Forty ers against PJ Walker, I think you could play the Forty ers against PJ Walker. Yep, uh, you could play the Eagles against Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, so but all the good options at least like are expensive this mm-hmm. week. I don't know. There's not there's not a cheap option that people are going to jam. So I think it will lead people to just playing the Browns. Yeah. I mean, they're 2,200 and they have miles Garrett. So it's good enough for me in, in yeah. cash games. Before getting to our uh, Rotowire exclusive GPP winning strategy, super Sunday is in Las Vegas this year. There's no better place to catch the big game than poolside at stadium swim at circuit resort and casino in Las Vegas, a massive 143 foot screen with booming game sound plus view special pyrotechnics and visual effects throughout the game. Grab the best seat in the sun with day beds, poolside boxes, 
cabanas and more don't miss stadium swims big game party february 11th only at circa resort and casino in downtown las vegas space is going quickly for more information and to book your seats today go to circa las vegas.com that's circa las vegas.com all right ryan so i mentioned the exclusive rotowire gpp winning winning strategy uh, do you have that for us uh speaking for you here uh, I don't know if I have it yet. Um, <laughs> I can give some, I don't know, just simple ideas that I was considering. The one we mentioned at the start, Fields, DJ Moore, Addison, something like, I like that little mini stack. That one I mentioned, Burrow, Chase, Smith, and Jigba. Um, how about Tyler Lockett? He's 5,700. It's the first time he's been priced under 6K all year. Um you know, maybe Burrow, Chase, and Lockett, or Metcalf, or uh, Kenneth Walker. The thing about the Seahawks is they're all going to be kind of low owned. So I think that that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting route. Um, Stafford with Cup and or Puka, and then you run it back with Hollywood Brown will be like the popular one. But maybe you could go D Mercado or um, Michael Wilson even. Um, yeah, and then off the board, I already mentioned I I'm kind of looking at Stroud and one of one or two of his cheap pass catchers. Um, I don't know. You run it back with Kamara, um, and then yeah, I think I, I I do like Minshew Downs, Etienne. If I or or it'll be something else if if Zay Jones gets ruled out. Minshew Downs, Evan Ingram, Minshew Downs, Kirk, Kirk, and throw in and throw in Etienne. Like that's a game where, yeah, depending on how that news breaks, you could stack it more like, you know, more than just three, three players. Um, yeah, I know. I know those are like sort of basic answers, but that's where I'm at right now. Do you think just in terms of most popular stacks, do you think Burrow and Chase will be more popular than uh, Stafford and Cup? Mm, that's a good question. Um, it's fair. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just because, close. just because Chase is probably going to end up as the most popular receiver. Yeah. Um, but I could see Stafford being more popular than Burrow. Um, but you're right. Like Chase being that popular is a good reason to fade him in tournaments if if that's the route you want to take. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if he catches 15 for 200 yards and then you're done a couple touchdowns again, yeah, it's going to gonna be a quick day. But Yeah, there's yeah. a few spots. I mean, kind of what you said at the beginning, you know, there's probably five games that you're looking at. There's just a few spots that nothing stands out that much more than the others, but they all kind of they stand out a little bit that you kind of want to, you know, focus on them, stack them kind of a thing. Uh, and I guess between now and, you know, the next 48 hours, we got to decide what ones we like more. Uh, because, I mean, throughout this show, throughout the last 60 minutes here, I've been kind of going back and forth. Uh, I mean, we talked about this Bears-Vikings game. We mentioned the Bengals-Rams. And then, you know, I threw that Bucks thing in there. And maybe I kind of sold myself on maybe having Godwin or something like that in some kind of lion stack. And then you're, you're going on about Colts-Jaguars. So it feels like you're going to be heavy on that game. So yeah. there, there's just these places that seem like, okay, uh, though we haven't touched, you know, too heavy on the Dolphins, I'll say. 
Um, do, will you have any Tua lineups, I guess? Um, I don't think so, but I don't mind it. Like, no, nah, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think so, but I, I don't, I don't. I don't know what else to say besides that, but yeah, I I don't mind it. Like I, I Tua and Waddle is interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Okay, so you're right. Like we have all these spots. That, like a lot of them look pretty good. I, you know, I don't I don't know which one necessarily. This is kind of how it always is, and this is how it was last week. And then what what happened is something we didn't even talk about on the show. Amon Ra gets ruled out. Like I don't know Saturday morning or whatever it happened. I ended up with Laporta and or Reynolds in every lineup I made, you know, just absolutely jammed lions when that happened. And it, we'd barely even mentioned the lions on the show. Uh, so, you know, you see what happens with news, you know, it's like you guys made a mistake, right? Like, you know, it seemed like Amon Ra, you know, that's a guy, you know, anyways, be waiting on some, some news before I make final decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe some weather that Chicago weather always, uh, Always got to pay attention to that now that we're we're in October here as well. So, Ryan, you got anything else for Sunday's DFS slate? Uh, you got like one lineup where you're playing Zach Willis, Wilson or Mac Jones or something? Or Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. Um, <laughs> but maybe we play some Minshew. Maybe some Minshew. Ryan yeah. is heavy on this Colts-Jaguars game, so... Uh, something to keep an eye on when when building out your lineups, but rotowire.com slash pod to get a 48-hour trial. And then, as I said earlier, our Discord, rotowire.com slash chat uh, to ask any question, DFS question. Uh, someone will be in there to answer anything. I'm usually in there talking about kicker captains. Um, unfortunately, you know, for some reason, I, I didn't even think about it. Well, I thought about it last night, but I didn't want to – Captain Harrison Butker last night because, you know, the Chiefs are playing. Denver's defense is terrible, and uh, it was a mistake. I'm an idiot. And the wind. The wind. Yeah, yeah the wind. Into the wind. It was also a thing. Yeah. Just brutal stuff. Yeah, Butker, four field goals or something like that. Brutal uh, stuff. He hit a 60-yarder. That would have been good from 75. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the showdown life there for you. But you can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi on Twitter. I am at Roto Zadroik. Thank you for watching this. And if you want to get into DFS soccer, I am the soccer editor. Ryan also does soccer DFS content as well. Check out rotoware.com slash soccer. Bunch of DFS soccer content, any kind of soccer content as well. In case you enjoy this, Scott may be back next week for this DFS show. Maybe not. We'll be switching on here and there. But thank you, everyone, for watching this. Good luck on this DFS slate, and hopefully uh, maybe maybe someone here will, will come away with, maybe not the million, but maybe someone will come away with the, the 100K, I'll say, 100K. Thanks, Thanks Adam. Good luck, everybody.